Hey everyone, it's time for another Curb Our Enthusiasm podcast. And uh, we have um, the latest episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm, which is season 11, episode 7, Arma Kostrowski. And it's played by, uh, that role is played by Tracy Ullman. Um, I did watch the Tracy Ullman show um, when it was on the air. Um, I can't, you can't forget that that's where The Simpsons first debuted. And, uh, you know, they had their little skits, and uh, those were pretty funny. I always did like her. And um, I, and then, you know, The Simpsons uh, went into, a, I don't know if you call it a pilot, really, but they had the Christmas special, so that was the first episode. I think they already had a deal to, to do uh, the first season, but um, I'll never forget watching that. That was something else, and it's so funny to think that... Um, that was a big deal that people got offended by The Simpsons. And you go back and watch those episodes and you're like, oh my gosh, that's really nothing. But I think it made the news, like the local news. How <laughs> don't let your kids watch The Simpsons. Um, so this episode, um, I'm not going to get real, very detailed. I'm going to do the first three or four scenes with more detail. Um, and then I'll get you know, cover the main stuff, plots of the story and subplots, but um, I'm already behind recording and I don't want to get too detailed with it and take too long. I did enjoy the episode. Um, I wouldn't say it's my favorite. I, I kind of put it um, maybe right after um, Angel Muffin. I think it was maybe a little better than that. Um, it does set up some big plots, though, for the for the rest of the story you know, for the story arc. Um, and it looks like we're definitely getting some more of Irma in the next episode. So this, this episode, it opens with Larry, David, and Richard Lewis at a campaign rally for Mayhew for mayor, and Susie is behind this event. Um, so this is one of the greatest things ever. It's Richard Lewis is back on one episode. And they are just so funny. Um, Lewis is upset that Larry didn't come to his Broadway show. And Larry says, we have an obligation uh, um, imbalance. We have an obligation imbalance because I don't do anything to invite you to, but you do things to invite me to. And, um, and, and Richard mentions he offered him opera seats. And he said the um, uh, Mussolini view. And Larry kind of corrects him there he says the Mussolini <laughs> Mussolini Mussolini um and I was wondering if that was you know you know uh Mussolini instead of Mussolini is what I'm trying to say there um not Mussolini um but I was wondering if that was um a real slip up there if it was because I think it was, I think he meant to say Mussolini, and then Richard just said Mussolini. So Larry just kind of, you know, said it Mussolini, corrected him. And then Richard just came up with, uh, well, I got confused. I take Musilex, I take that for my coughs. And I saw Larry smiling, so I'm not, I'm not sure. Um, and then they're, they're bickering. They're almost like, uh, like an old married couple, you know, like usual for them. And Larry says, um, when are you going to die? Will you, will you please die? And he, you can tell he's trying not to crack up. So I would love to see the outtakes of the scene. 
Um, they're just so funny together. Um, it's almost the highlight of the episode for me, to be honest. Um, I just think they're just the funniest when those two are together. Um, so I'm, I'm grateful that uh, Richard Lewis found the time. You know, I know he's recovering from surgery or surgeries and that he took the time to do one scene or a couple scenes. He does a couple scenes, but this scene was just, just him and Larry. And I really like that. Um, and you know that I like that, that obligation imbalance, you know, that, that sounds like a thing. Um, you know, I know, I know people that they do a lot, you know, and they can invite you to a lot. And I always feel like I'm not the guy you want to have your back on that stuff. I, I generally am not, um, I don't have a lot of time to go out and do a lot of different things. I will make the time, but I'm not real big into a lot of that stuff. So, um, now I'd, I'd go see Richard Lewis's, um, uh, you know, Broadway play for sure, especially with opera seats. But, um, the Larry David in this world doesn't like to do such things. And so I totally like, I, I don't think I would invite a lot of people if I had some kind of event because I, I don't think they would show up. I'd rather just not invite them. They'd be like, which Jeremy doesn't do any of our stuff. Why would we do this? So there is an unbalanced thing. Um, with, uh, that's a constant thing, isn't it? And not just inviting people. There's gifts, there's dinners, and, you know, it's like, hey, I always make you dinner, you never make me dinner. Um, so I think that's a thing. Um, let's see. So, Irma, she's sitting, you know, right in front of them, and Larry notices that the actor to play young Larry, Asa, He's there, and he asks Irma to tap him, and she's, I guess she's not a tapper. She's not going to do it, and uh, they end up arguing. They sound kind of like children, and uh, she's complaining that, well, you're talking, Larry, you know, you're talking, and, and then she looks at Lucy and saying, you're talking too, because she's getting upset because this possible future mayor is, is you know, he's got a speech. He's, he's at this, you know, his rally, and he's talking, and... And she's trying to pay attention to him. And uh, Lewis has a really funny line. Um, he says, where did you get that dress? At a substitute teacher designer warehouse? <laughs> That's one of the funniest lines of um, this episode, if not the season. And just the way he delivers it. Um, and so then... Uh, after that's all over, um, Asa sees Larry and he comes up. He's excited. They're talking about the table read that's going to be tomorrow for little Larry. And Asa's wearing a vote for Mayhew pen. And um, he wants Larry to take one. And Larry doesn't. He doesn't wear pens. I don't wear pens either. I agree with Larry. They, they're big pens. They, they put a big hole in your, your good clothes. I guess maybe if you had a... Um, a matching shirt, you know, you got a Mayhew shirt on and that's the whole deal and that's what you're there to support then, sure, I guess, if you could wear the pen. Um, and uh, and then Asa starts talking about, you know, he just, honestly, he's just a big douche. <laughs> I mean, he talks about uh, non-pros love when pros tell them what to think, you know. So he's talking about actors telling us what to think we're not pros. 
Um, and we got a lot, we did get a lot of that with, during this pandemic. Um, we got, you know, we got Arnie in the, he's in his hot tub, smoking a cigar, telling us to stay home. We got all these very rich people telling us just stay at home. You know, they're in their big mansions. Um, and then they have the award shows and they're telling us, you know, how, what to believe and how to live and all this stuff. And it's like, you guys, you guys don't know anything about the real world, you know, that we live in. Um, so that, that was, and of course he's supposed to be playing a jerk. And so Larry's kind of, kind of laughs that off, but he tries to get Larry to take the pen. Even when he's leaving, he's trying to get them. Here's your pen. And Larry says, Oh, just keep it on the table. I'll get it later. So that, that there was a conflict right off the bat there. Uh, next scene, Larry asks Susie about Irma. We find out that she's a city councilwoman who's very powerful. And Larry says she's awful. She's repugnant. So that's quite a, if you get called repugnant, you really, that's, people really dislike you if you're repugnant to them. Um, so next thing, they go to the table read, and everything is good except Maria Sophia. She's horrible. She has a weird line readings, awkward. She changes her accent between lines. She's reading other actors' lines, Ted Danson's lines. And her dad's sitting there loving it. He's just like, man, this she, you know, like she's nailing it. Just his reactions are pretty funny. Um, and Larry, you can just tell it's not going well. And Jeff, him and Jeff are just like, oh my gosh, this is horrible. Uh, next scene, Larry's confronted by the head of Hulu. He's baffled by Maria Sophia's performance. Larry makes excuses and buys himself some, some time. So he says, hey, you know, at eh, the table reach is a little nervous. Don't worry. You know, she'll be, she'll be good to go. And, and later, him and Jeff are just like, we got to do something about it. And I think Larry even says, you know, Jeff says, what could you do? And Larry says, shoot her. You know, he did kill off um, Susan. We found that out on Seinfeld that they were all, they just couldn't get the actors, the main cast, couldn't just, her timing was off. They had a hard time working with her. And they said something like, I think it was, I think it was Julia Louis-Dreyfus said, man, could we kill her? <laughs> I don't know if Larry said it or she said it and Larry said, oh hey, yeah, we could kill her. And that ended up being a huge deal to some people. I, I thought it was um, kind of genius, you know, that they killed off this character. Uh, did anyone want George to get married on Seinfeld? I didn't. You don't want George married. Uh, it took him a while to get Larry not married in, in Curb. So anyway, um, Next scene, uh, later, they're at Jeff's house. And Susie is uh, big on this Jimmy Mayhew. He's going to be the next president. Larry should canvas for him. And Larry laughs it off. He has no interest in this politics whatsoever, this Larry David. And he asks that if they have the basketball package. And he starts heading towards the TV. So he's going to settle in and watch some basketball. And uh, he just gets a few steps. And he hear, overhears Susie to Jeff. He's going to get city council to repeal that ordinance uh, so people can have chicken coops in the backyard again. <laughs> so this stops Larry in his tracks, and he asks what the name of that horrible, horrible person that was sitting in front of him. And, of course, it's it's Irma Kostrowski. So um, that's really what that sets up this episode. Uh, that's what this episode and next one, and maybe, you know, it's a new uh, thread line to this story arc, you know, there's, um, it's his way out. It's, it's, it's like almost his only way out. If he can have them, you know, like a city council, if he can 
get them to change the, um, you know, get the right people in there and change this ordinance, he can get out of this, this, the five foot, um, gate or fence ordinance. He can get out of this and then he can get rid of her, Maria, and get someone who can actually play the part. So he's putting all his eggs in one basket on this because he doesn't know what else to do. Um, and I like that. I, I think that's a good, let's make it, make it, it makes it more interesting. So now he's got to do a 180 on this whole politics canvassing. He doesn't like that she's repugnant, this woman, Irma. And he, he does some research on her and he finds out that she's divorced. He's, hmm. So he can maybe do something there. <laughs> and, uh, I'm almost wondering, is this, um, like a version of a character that Tracy Ullman has played before. You know, she had a lot of characters, and, and it seems... I know it's right down her alley. It's no problem to play this part. Um, so, that's really funny. Um, let's see. So, there's a... Um, I'm just reading over my notes, making sure I'm not... Oh, I am leaving something out. So, the, something that's just funny. So... Just to give you an idea of what Larry thinks about this woman is he's talking to Leon about her and he says if Frankenstein uh, took 10 people and took all their worst aspects, if he took the worst aspects of 10 people, Dr. Frankenstein, and he put them into, it's like he put them into her, one person, it'd be her. <laughs> so, he does not like her. Um, a, a subplot to this episode is a widow. There's a widow. And um, she causes Larry to have to reschedule his golf lesson. She's kind of getting, he's getting the back seat because this widow, if she asks for something, she gets it. So this, the guy that does the golf lessons, he calls Larry and says, well, you know, the so-and-so, um, Ruth Berman, she asked for your spots, your slot, you know, and, you know, she's a widow. And so he says, oh, sure, yeah, you got to do that. And he's like, man, I really hate to. So he reschedules, and he says, I really hate to, you know, have to reschedule, but he's got to do it because of the widow. And later she gets the, um, I think it was like lobster or something like that at the country club. They only had three left, and they decide to give it to Ruth Berman because she's the widow. And he and Larry confronts her there. It's really funny. He doesn't really have nothing to do with the story, but he confronts her about it. And the whole reason why, is he, why does he confront her is that she's divorced this guy. I mean, I don't know, like 10 years or 7 years or something. And it's like, what are you playing the widow card for? You divorce the guy. But she's still playing it, you know. She's still wanting the sympathy and she's getting all this stuff because she's a widow. So, uh, that's interesting. Does that work? I never heard of that, really. I guess it happens. Um, do you still... If it's a, I guess he didn't remarry and she didn't, so you get you, you're you're the widow. You're not really the widow if you divorce. So uh, that it's funny though. Um, it's it is kind of needed in this, but it ends up being a major part of the story when you really think about it. Um, it because it, it causes major conflict later. Um, well, in a way, we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, it makes people think anyway. I mean, it doesn't. It does cause the major conflict, but it really wouldn't have mattered anyway. The ending would have been the same, I believe. So, 
um, they have this montage of Larry canvassing. He's going around with Irma. I thought it was very funny. And Larry's just making stuff up as he goes along. Um, one thing is um, uh, Mayhew loves fresh air. Uh, no, uh, no happy new year uh, after January 7th, which is a callback to Seinfeld. I think the guy says, I got happy, happy new year last year during Black History Month. So that's pretty funny. Um, uh, no children under 10 in a restaurant. The guy really likes that. Oh, wow. He's just making up stuff. And then she, uh, Irma's trying to be more serious and realistic. And she says he really cares about the environment. And I think the other guy says, well, like what? And Larry says he respects wood. <laughs> so there's a, a curb call back there. That's pretty funny. Um, and then you get to this dinner scene, and I'm not going to go into a lot of details about it, but they're talking about how Asa got some money. He came into some money as an Asa settlement. I will, I am going to cover it here, because um, it has to be covered. It's part of the, the plot. Um, but I'm going to jump to where uh, Larry's major downfall in this episode. And I do want to note that Larry is now wearing the pin. So it's election day. He's going to vote. He's standing in line. And um, and he's going to cast his vote, and that's when he has the big confrontation with Asa. And what it is with Asa, the problem with him is, is he's he's out there, man. He's he's um worried about every little minor detail, and he's driving the prop guy completely nuts. He he's worried about the glasses, how they're going to look. Larry, little Larry wouldn't wear these glasses. I want to find the right ones. I want to test some of them, go walk around. He's going to be one of those guys where he's going to try to stay in character, though he doesn't. He, he's not doing that. Um, he's worried about the the snacks that the guy eats. You know, is it too salty? Is it vegan? Is it too vegan? It's not vegan enough. It's just the guy, he's driving him nuts. And so um, Larry is concerned about that causing trouble with production. And, um, so that's going on. So Ace is causing all kinds of trouble, but this is like little Larry. It's one of the, I guess I, I'm thinking that Larry has, there's several versions of Larry, but this is the young Larry, one of the young Larry's. He's the main, main guy, I think. And he's causing trouble. So, uh, Larry had this conversation with Leon and Richard Lewis and Jeff at this restaurant and they all came to the same conclusion and now he's going to confront, he's, he's irritated with Asa about the trouble he's causing. He confronts him, he tells him, look, you're causing trouble, you're going to make the prop guy nuts, you're driving him nuts with all this stuff because he, he, he asked Larry about the glasses, these aren't really working, you know, I need to get more. So then Larry goes up, he's just had it. He goes up to this kid that that kind of looks similar to Asa. He's younger, and he says, "Hey," and he's got his phone. Larry's got his phone out, and he shows him the girl that this uh, this happened with. Um, and it's what it is is it's supposed to be that she sexually assaulted Asa when he was seventeen, I believe, and that Asa ended up getting four hundred thousand dollars for it. Well, this girl on Larry's phone's a complete gorgeous knockout, and Larry asks, "Hey, would you?" do you like this girl and the guy the kid's like oh my gosh you know i don't i don't know if it establishes his age but he's he's a young man let's say that maybe just underage you know for larry's point um legally you know and so he says 
well, yeah, you know, and this kid's getting excited. And Larry says, what if she, uh, you know, touched you down there? And oh, yeah, he's all for it. And he goes, and then she can pay you $400,000. And he goes, sign me up, you know, or something like that. When's this going to happen? And Larry goes, it isn't going to happen. Come on, get out of here. Well, Asa's right there. It's all to rub it in Asa's face. And he's very upset about it. So he storms off. You know, I think he says something that Larry says, you know, I I don't believe your bullcrap story, basically. And he says, you know, I forget what he says, but he's upset with Larry. He storms off. And then Larry's waiting in line there. And I think he has his, um, I don't think they're real clear about it, but he's got that. Maybe he says it in the dinner, but he's he don't want to miss this, you know, golf lesson that he already had to reschedule because of the widow. So he wants to get out of there. So he's standing in line and, and the guy in front of him, he says, can I ask you a personal question? Who are you voting for? And the guy's voting for um, Mayhew's opponent. It's like Ramen Schneider or something, which is, um, that was actually used in Seinfeld. It was uh, a horse meat that he ate a lot of horse meat. He gets it from his butcher. It was one of Kramer's, you know, uh, uh, friends, you know, acquaintances that you never see. And so um, I may be butchering the name. I don't remember. It was like Ramen Schneider or something like that. But anyway, so... Larry says, listen, we're canceling each other's votes out. Let's just get out of here. And the guy's like, I like the way you think. <laughs> so they leave. They got this long line. I mean, would you do that? You know, um, they're absolutely right. They're going to cancel each other's vote out. Now, I guess you wouldn't want everyone to do that. But, you know, the the thing with it, it's like if it was a family member, you could be like, well... Or a friend, are they really gonna, you know, not go? But if you're standing in line together, I guess you could, you know, you could go, you know, let's go get something to eat or something. You could keep an eye on them. Um, but, you know, the logic's there. So, anyway, they're happy. I think it's got some curb music playing that's happy. He Larry walks, he takes that pin off, he tosses it in the, the waste basket. And, uh, you know, there's like a trash bin out there, a trash bin. He tosses it, tosses it in there. And, of course, you know, there's Asa. He sees, sees it, and he's shaking his head. You know, can't believe it. So, um, you know, he has a reason to get Larry at this point. Doesn't seem like the smartest thing to do on a business side of things, but this is Kirby enthusiasm. So um, what happens next is... Uh, or, well, I don't, I mean, oh, I think they're at the campaign. Yeah, they're at the campaign headquarters, which I believe is Jeff and Susie's home. And it's, ele it's, so it's election day. And we find out through the news that Mayhew loses by one single vote. Um, and, uh, and, you know, it's like, oh, I hope this doesn't come back to Larry <laughs> when I first watched it. And, of course, everyone starts, oh, my gosh, who didn't vote? Who didn't vote? And, if one person voted, they would have made a difference. And Larry's just kind of like, you know, shaking his head. Yeah, he agrees with them. But there's a nervousness to the look in his face. And, of course, Asa shows up and outs him. You know, he didn't vote. He walked out of line. He had, he threw the pen in the waste bin, right in the trash. You know, I watched them. And they're all over Larry. He's literally walking backwards. He's trying to defend himself. They're not listening to the... You know, me and this guy, he was voting for the other guy. We canceled each other's vote out, so we left. You know, they're, he's, they're not binding to that. Um, and, uh, you know, they've all turned on him. And then, 
as he exits uh, via the front door, he's yelling out, these are his last words, what's the difference? You know, he would have lost anyway. It's not my fault. It was that fucking widow, Ruth Bourbon. <laughs> the door shuts and the curb music's already been playing. So it, that was a good line. So the, the, the Ruth Berman widow thing, I think, all came together. There wasn't a lot of that in there, but she caused him a lot of trouble by him having to ch change that golf that lessons. Um, so I that was a, a nice, satisfying ending there. And then on the next curb, which is entitled What Have I Done? It's... um. December 12th is when it airs. And, you know, I don't think I mentioned it. I kind of forgot there. Um, but let's see this, this episode. Where's it at? I can't find it. Um, December 5th. It aired December 5th, 2021. So the next one's December 12th. Um, so on the next curb, it's, it's really just jokes again. They're, they've been, I think they've been careful about, you know, showing what's gonna, you know, happen next, but he is, uh, he does have flowers. Larry has flowers. He's taking them to Irma. He's apologizing to her. So he's still trying to do this ordinance thing. Um, it's like he's trying to date her in a way. And, and she is just hilarious. He calls her up in this episode and, um, She's eating a salad, and I think she's, like, picking it out and just eating lettuce while she's talking to him on the phone. At one, you know, the first uh, encounter with her when he was trying to be friendly, not the first encounter, but when he was trying to win her over, she's got gas, you know, she's talking about, oh... <laughs> so he just doesn't like her at all, but he's gonna, you know, he's gonna do a 180. And I thought that was funny to see Larry do that 180 when it's going to benefit him. You know, he's going to change everything, uh, change his entire attitude. It was like, oh, wait a minute. Now I'm interested. This benefits me. And I think we all know people like that. You know, it's like you have those friends in quotations that they come around when they need something. You know, they only call you when you need something. And, you know, our lives get busy and things. And I, I try not to be that that guy that oh my gosh i'm calling my my good friend that i used to hang out with all the time this is like the second time or third time i'm calling him because i need something and it just happened where i needed a favor and i said uh, i just flat out said look i gotta cash in on that thanksgiving feast i i i, I made you that i shared with you and i said i know already because <laughs> thanksgiving just happened and here i am it was like the next weekend, I needed some help with something. And um, I hate to, to ask for the, the help. You know, I'd rather do it by myself if I can or, you know, with a someone that you see all the time, you know, um, or someone that you've helped a lot maybe if you can. But this was just one of those things where I couldn't do it alone. And uh, so, hey, it's nice to have, have the help. But, yeah, you feel a little guilty sometimes. But I don't want to be the guy that, it's always doing that, you know, it's like, hey, call someone up, how you doing, or text them at least, but you have to be real, you're not doing it just to get those favors later, you know, hey, I got this food, and I know I'll, I'll share this food with this person, and then later I'll say, hey, I've been making you meals and stuff, I need some help, so, you know, things like that, 
So, um, I think maybe I've kept this a, a shorter one, but um, I am looking forward to the next episode and what goes on with this Irma Kurchowski. Um It's neat to see her, and I wish Richard Lewis was going to be in the rest of this, the uh, episodes, but that's just not going to happen. But I'm glad that we did get him. Uh, everyone, take care, and I will see you the next episode, and hopefully I'll, I'll be a little more on top of things. Had a had a lot of extra things to do, and it may not be any better next week, but I will definitely try. I'd like to get these up by Thursday at the latest, but it looks like this one's going to be more of on Friday. Hey, thanks for tuning in. Our Gmail is uh, COE, so the initials of Curb Our Enthusiasm, podcast at gmail.com. You can drop us a, a line there. Um, we have uh, our Facebook page um, that you can go to and comment on or message us through there. Um, and then we have the phone number, 937-598-9088. So, hey, see you um, next week, and thanks for watching.